are you looking at? Funny pictures. Yeah, did you just look at my computer to see if we were recording and then roll your eyes? Yes. You're such a snot. Why? Because. <laughs> I, I sloppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Why, what is wrong with your eyes? I don't know. Hey. Yeah. What did we watch? Why do you always say it like that? Why wouldn't I? I don't know. What else would I say it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story 3. What did we watch? Yeah, that's is that better. better? Yeah. It's not. Watch Toy Story 3. Okay, well, things ha- what happened? What's going on? It starts just like Toy Story 1 and the kid is playing. Yeah, but it's all epic. Yeah. And imaginary. And they're doing all sorts of stuff. And then Buzz catches the train and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you thought they all died. Uh, yeah, I thought the movie was over. Just They all died. And every, they were trolling. The filmmakers were trolling the world. Yeah. Like, right, puppy? You thought that that would be the entire movie people would pay to go to the theater to see it? And they'd yeah. be like, oh, done. That would have been off- awesome, like an Andy Kaufman kind of trick. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to bump into the freaking microphone? I don't think so. I'm trying to be close to it. Okay, well, um, I didn't really like this movie. I know you didn't. How did you know? I didn't say anything about it. I just knew. Yeah? Yeah. It seemed really artificial throughout. Something seemed completely off the whole way through, and the kinds of setups and all that stuff that they were trying to do, none of it seemed earned or legitimate or anything like that. You were just frustrated that it was the same movie over again. I was not, because I didn't even think that that much, because they they tried to do some other stuff. They just made it Walking Dead in... Toy Story version. It's like Pixar does The Walking Dead. That's all, all I don't it was. I know anything about that. <laughs> you don't know anything about that? No, but you did. From the very beginning, you're like, oh, what? They don't trust Woody again? Like You well, had already yeah, set but, it off on that tone. That- no, but that's what I'm saying is that I thought it was going to do that because it started out that way and I was like, oh, it's just going to be a carbon copy. But I didn't feel like it was as it went along, but I just didn't like it. Yeah. Like, I, there were a lot of things that seemed like, um, like when they're trying to escape and whatever else where it was really contrived the way that that it worked out and uh, the way that they ended up in a situation in the first place. Yeah. It all seemed really contrived whereas the other one like the first one uh, which is the only other one I've seen <laughs> it didn't seem contrived. It seemed like it, it developed naturally from the situation they were in. Except for we talked about how there were contrived points in the first well, one. Well yeah the the pizza truck but yeah. I just mean like there's the conflict between Woody and Buzz so that it adds some complexity to the whole thing as they're going through. It did seem like they had a direction you know, they were trying to get somewhere whereas in this it was really muddled throughout what what they were actually trying to accomplish because they kept saying like oh we need to go back so we can go to the attic and then no never mind we don't want to go to the attic and then oh yes we do and we want to be with andy and then they never said that what are you talking about yeah they said we need to go back be with andy at the very end after woody came back and after they'd had rough time with the toddlers they never were like back and forth back and forth about what they needed to do yeah they were because then friggin' Woody is like, oh, no, never mind. I'm not going to go to college with him. I'm going to go, and we're not going to go to the attic because we should go get donated. That's what I mean, is that it, it, like, they have a goal that they're trying to accomplish throughout the whole movie, but it keeps changing. It, they change it to, uh, instead of we need to go to Andy, you know, we need to go to Andy even if he's, he's going to put us in the attic. It's we need to go to Andy and I'm going to go to college and you're going to go to the attic. And never mind, now we're going to go to get donated to this random girl. I don't think that 
looks accurate. That's exactly what happened. Woody is the one that was, because they were like, no, we don't need to go back. We're, we're going to be toys. And then they were abused. And then they were like, okay, yeah, let's go be back at Andy's attic no matter what. Yeah, but they, so they it's were because they go. also serendipitously saw him looking for them from yeah. Miss Potato Head's eye. Right, but they didn't want to go back before they saw that. Well, fine, but that's what I'm saying, is that they don't have a clear direction throughout the entirety of the movie. It's You don't know what they're actually trying to accomplish throughout the whole movie, because they, they end up in a, in a place, and they're just like, oh, we just accept this, but oh, no, we don't, because of X or Y. They want it to be played with. Yeah, which I didn't like using that phrase over and over again in a, in a kid's movie, but fine, whatever. But again, it's nullifying all the way through, it's nullifying what they're purpose or whatever else would be because if they just want to be played with just generically it takes away your wanting them to get back to andy that doesn't matter it's no. just like fine go get played with with whoever what is it i don't care who plays with you yeah they they wanted to be played with butterfly room style not caterpillar room style and when they couldn't do that then they had to go back and be in the attic so fine which they safer. introduce in the middle of the movie that's what i mean is that they don't have a direction throughout it's it's really just diffuse they're just doing this and then doing that and then oh never mind i don't want to do that now i'm gonna do this why are you looking at me like that it's <laughs> it's a really poorly structured movie it, it, it doesn't like the protagonist you don't have a clear idea of what they're actually trying to accomplish and then by the end they just nullify the thing that they were trying to accomplish like it doesn't matter even even when it comes to the them getting beat up by all the the little children or whatever like that's supposed to be the the bad thing that they're trying to avoid at some point point. And, but then it comes to the end and all the other toys are just taking turns doing it. So apparently it's not that bad. So why didn't they just stick it out and then wait for some new toys to come in? Then they get to move up the hierarchy throughout the whole thing. And if you plotted this thing out and structured it, then you'd see exactly how just completely brainless when it comes to their motivations are throughout the entire movie. It, it drives me crazy. I hear you. Ugh. I just, I didn't like it, and I was trying to like it, because I was like, it looks nice, it's got the characters back, you know, that you know, and Buzz isn't even Buzz for the uh, vast majority of the movie, uh, so I was looking forward to it, and, and I heard good things, and it got good reviews and all that, so I was just looking forward to it, and like, oh, this is gonna be good, and it started out with the epic thing, and I was like, okay, I'm kinda getting into this, you know, and then it just went wonky, and like, I don't mind the setup of, oh, uh, they're going to, he's going to college, so he has to get rid of the kids and all that, the kids the, <laughs> the toys like that's that's a fine setup but you just you can't do much with it you know it's like he either gets rid of him or he doesn't the you have to circle around they can't just be stuck in an attic like what are you gonna do with with the protagonist you know so then they have to put in all these contrived intervening things and it's like who cares and the villain is just it's freaking walking dead it's like what what's the point of any of this oh i just didn't i didn't like it how did you really feel about it <laughs> yeah, what did you feel about it? I didn't have any strong feelings, clearly none like yours. <laughs> no? So it was just more like kind of middling for you? It was like it was decent, just wasn't anything mind-blowing? Um, I think I just paid attention to, I didn't follow the story or the plot at all, I just was watching each <laughs> event as it happened. Yeah, I... Uh... I think that's partly why I probably enjoyed it more because I was looking at, you know, there were a couple times where I liked the animation and things that were happening and I did think it was hilarious that Mr. Potato Head became a tortilla. <laughs> yeah, that's that a pretty good thing, yeah. <laughs> so I think I was just taking it piece by piece and not even worrying about it as a whole. Yeah, because it was terrible as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe I was looking at it as like little shorts. Like, yeah, a bunch of shorts connected yeah. to each other. 
Yeah, I could see that, but it's just like I honestly, I, I I'd like to go through deliberately and point out all the bad things about how it's structured. It's difficult to just do it extemporaneously after having seen it once. There are really not well done things about how this is structured. It's not freaking Coco bad, but it's <laughs> there are a lot of bad things about it. But the animation, like you mentioned, it's it's good. I, I like looking at a lot of it. I remember there's one image of um the girl, cowgirl, whatever her name Jessie? is. Jessie. Yeah, there's one image of her when she's just like turning around or something like that. I was like that looks really nice and a lot of the movement looks good the choreography sucked like so at the at the end of the movie when they're trying to run from the the fire uh you know when all the stuff's getting thrown in there and uh the one stuffed guy goes he's like oh there's a ladder here that would solve all of our problems (laughs) And so he goes and jumps up on there and then, oh, I need your help for you to push me from behind, you know, up to the thing. But when it transitions between those, number one, why the hell didn't they just grab onto the side so they don't have to worry about any of that stuff and just not have to deal with getting thrown into the fire? Okay. Number two, why did they have to help him? Number three, why in the transition did everybody get pushed all the way back when it was only Buzz and Woody that helped him? And it was just like... Come on. Like, that wasn't even trying to make it a real continuity thing that gets him in peril, you know? It was, like, it was stupid, and it was elongated. Not only that, but when Woody and Buzz are helping the freaking purple whatever he is, uh, they they grab the, what's it called? The golf club? You know, they yeah, grab the golf club. Yeah, that bothered to, me a lot. And at first, it, it's pulling Woody up, so Buzz grabs onto it to pull it down, mm-hmm. and then they pry him out of it, then he just grabs on and it pulls all three of them up. Yeah. That doesn't that make was, any sense. That was was bothersome i didn't <sighs> like that at all but that's what i mean about so much of the way that all this is structured uh, i mean i kind of like the little girl you know the the bonnie yeah bonnie uh, who eventually gets all the toys i kind of like her um she's i like her a lot <laughs> uh, i think she looks good she's got um you know she's really imaginative and and has a good play style and all that I, she might be my favorite of all time of all time? Yeah. What are you talking about of all time? I just love the, the way that they, that she's just her. Like she, she was wearing yellow shorts and rain boots and a tutu at the end. Like how <laughs> awesome is that child? Wait, a favorite of what? Like favorite of all the movies that we've seen? It's your favorite character or what? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. I'm going to have to fight you on that one. Uh, Who would be your favorite? Not Bonnie. She barely has a personality. She she just plays a little bit. That's her personality. I like her. Oh, whatever. Uh, are you in some kind of a state right now? What do you mean? It could be biasing you or making you. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. There just there wasn't much to her. She just played a little bit and she was imaginative and yeah. So the the kid at the beginning wasn't imaginative. No. Sexist. He has sexist. How many movies have you seen where like I'm gonna blow out the rain ra- railroad tracks? Oh look, we blew out the railroad tracks. Now we have to stop the train. Oh no, we're going. Oh over yeah, the edge. oh yeah. yeah. And what was she like? Oh, ghost Casper. Yeah, no, plagiarized like, from Casper. She's like, yeah, in a restaurant, a ghost restaurant. <laughs> yeah, so plagiarized from Casper plus Emperor's New Groove. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So mm-hmm. she's not original. But whatever the case, I mean, yes, I I liked her. It's just there still wasn't much to her. Mm-mm. So it go, I just it goes through. We didn't even go through the plot or anything, but we're already like fifteen minutes in. So what does it matter? <laughs> but they just, I mean, it's really just that the kid's going off to college and um, he has to figure out what to do with these toys. They get accidentally donated to a 
uh, what was it? Just like a nursery? Well, first they got thrown away and then they, they accidentally got thrown away oh, and then they came back and got back in the daycare box. So like, and they, they do that too. The ping ponging plot that doesn't get anywhere. So fine. Then they end up in the daycare box. They go to the daycare. Turns out that the, the purple guy is like a, a dictator and puts him. And again, another thing is that they, when they need to get out of things, they just get out conveniently without mm-hmm. issue. You know, like, uh, when Jesse grabbed the edge yeah, and pushed it out with her that, I was just I think I went <laughs> when we were watching the movie and then when Buzz is stuck under the thing yeah. and they like oh turn oh look at you and then he just kicks out from under it just like that nullifies all the things that you set up you know if you're gonna set up something like that make it a rule and make it like some kind of realistic way that they're gonna overcome this challenge not not freaking nonsense how do they know there was a tortilla in that lunchbox who knows? I don't know. I didn't see him doing any recon on the tortilla, but how they set up the whole plot anyway. Yeah. Which didn't make any... It didn't... It wasn't clear everybody's role or why they needed that role or, you know, what was special useful about any given person in that situation or anything like that. Right. It was like... It just seemed like a bunch of stuff that they were doing and you don't... It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it's like, all right, you just have to accept it and, and move on. Right. And... It's just like all the way through this, that's what it felt like. I was bothered by the Ken character. The character or just like what he did in the plot or what? No, just the way they portrayed him. Now you're getting like too close to the microphone. Is this where you want me to be? <laughs> just stop. Why? Stop it. <laughs> so the way that Ken is portrayed. Yeah. What about, what about him? That they, I don't like the, the part where like, well, you're a girl's toy. And then they emphasize how he loves clothes and he's effeminate. And I yeah. just, I, I was bothered oh, that is by a all weird. that. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, I just didn't, I don't know. There wasn't. The Ken Barbie thing is ah, it's just more mm-hmm. nonsense. And, love, well, yeah, like you say, it's, they made him effeminate because he was a girl's toy, and that seems really out of place nowadays. Yeah. I, I mean, even at the time it was made or a while ago, I would have thought that it's, it doesn't seem right. Like, mm. it's a little out of place. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, there's no problem if he's effeminate. It's just that they pointed out that he's a girl's toy that made it. Right, right. To to establish that and, yeah. and make it like, oh, I'm having characteristics like this. Yeah. And then they're just trying to, like, Woody escapes from the place and then goes back to the place to break everybody out or whatever. Uh, then they're all escaping and through this freaking you know it's like an ocean's 11 kind of thing they're uh, doing all sorts of stuff to have to escape and and then they're gonna get pushed into the garbage can and again it's just like where's the peril uh, fine they get pushed into the thing and uh they get thrown in the landfill but they have to get hit by the truck right at that time you know to be in danger because Every other time they get into a situation like this, they just get up and leave. You know, they can just walk away. It's not an issue. So it's really contrived and... Oh, it just drove me crazy. And then all the all the other toys, you know, once the one, the baby one, you know, gets convinced uh, by the the little daisy thing, you know, that was from his his original yeah. girl, whatever, gets convinced by that and and pulls a <laughs> um, a Darth Vader against the. <laughs> 
<laughs> against the emperor and tosses tosses him in the thing and then then contrived again like all the other toys just agree suddenly they're like okay but what? and that was what bothered at that point too how did the little alien guy get stuck in the door the door enough that woody had to go back and open it for him to get out yeah who knows i mean it was already closed right because yeah. the baby had closed it and yeah. so somehow the alien guy got stuck as he's running across yeah that didn't make any freaking sense it's more contrived nonsense that's uh, i feel like the original did not have this much of this annoying stuff you know it had like the pizza truck but like it wasn't this much and it always it felt propelled like it was going somewhere they're worried about where's like did woody kill buzz yeah and where are woody and buzz they're worried about that and those two are trying to work together you know while fighting each other and get back to the place and it always felt like it was propulsive it was going somewhere and they had a clear objective that they're trying to get to but this didn't feel like that yeah this one kind of did give you whiplash like yeah yeah it jerked you around all over the place not to further imply anything about the <laughs> just play where is your mind toys uh but anyway it just i was not not keen on this where I, is that i mean the animation is still i don't i don't know it's nice looking beach that's not the it's a roller coaster on the pier uh santa monica has a roller coaster on the pier doesn't it go up in the air not around yeah i think so okay sorry I don't know. They just, they get away and they, like I said, they go back to Andy. But then initially uh, Woody's like, okay, I'm going to go to college with him. And you guys go up to the attic. And then he they try to do this thing like, oh, you think that he's going to college. But really he's, you know, he's not. And they he puts a note on there that says, donate me or something like that. He wrote the little girl's address. I'm almost certain. Just a little girl's address? He, yeah. Well, Okay, but he had to instruct him in some way because yeah. he didn't know anything else. It's like, okay, there's an address on here? What, is, what does this mean? He takes it to the little girl instead and goes through each toy and says, oh, this is what this toy is. And then, are we going to have hard peas on here because you're so close to the mic now? No. Oh, we might. Gives the... T- Stop it! <laughs> Like gives it to the little girl and... I didn't like that he took every toy out of the box because let her have her own imagination. Agreed. And it would have shortened the movie. So she gets the toys and she's like playing with them and then she's going to take such good care of them by leaving them outside mm-hmm. uh, when she goes inside. And then that's... They have like a epilogue. What happens? They have like... What happens in the epilogue? They just show the your favorite part that everybody's tag team in the the toddler room and oh yeah yeah they resolve and it nullifies that threat right. And Jesse and Buzz dance a tango ish dance right and that's all right. Well, it just I didn't like it. Did not like it. I can't even remember. Like I'm thinking right now, I can't remember what it goes up against. Pocahontas. Poca oh. Do you not like Pocahontas? I can't remember. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Oh. I just know that there was like people threw fits about yeah, all pe- sorts of stuff. Yeah, people say it all the time that Pocahontas isn't a princess. She's Vic- All right, so the next one's Pocahontas? Yep. And then we compare them. Yes. I don't know. I really don't know where this is going to go. This is. I'm feeling weird is what's happening. I'm feeling weird. Pocahontas came out when I was in junior high, like after I came out, and I wanted to be the coolest. So I was like, yeah, it's my favorite movie before it even came out. <laughs> Guess what? I saw it and I hated it. Spoiler! Now I'm, ha- I'm going to have to censor two things in this episode now. But I've already seen it multiple times and I didn't hate it again. Oh, what? You're confusing me like this movie. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Is establishing the theme? <laughs> confusing me and going back and forth? All right, whatever. But we'll watch the next uh, one, then we'll talk about it, right? Yeah. All right, bye.
What are you doing? My Starbucks thing keeps signing out. So well, okay, well, get rid of the red dots. Shut it down. Aye, aye, Captain. That's what John Smith should not say to Governor Radcliffe. There was a governor in that? Yes. This is what? Pocahontas. Pirates of the Caribbean? No, Pocahontas. Oh, what did we watch? Uh, Pocahontas. And what happened? Stuff. How does it start? Does it start with John Smith or Pocahontas? It starts with John Smith. They're leaving um, England. Mm -hmm. And he does a stupid thing where he rides on the cannon to get up to the ship because he's so awesome. Yeah, that's what happens. I didn't like it. No, you didn't like a lot. His voice, (laughs) yeah. It's voiced by Mel Gibson. Yeah. Who's a bigot. Yep. But a pretty decent director and sometimes good actor. (laughs) So then they go across the ocean and Thomas falls overboard and they're like, leave him. And John Smith ties a rope around his waist and says, no, I'm going to save him and saves him and gets him back up on board. And they're all like, yeah, way to go, John Smith. And he's like, you do it for me. And they all gave gave each other's look like, no, we wouldn't. But What? Yeah. These guys are jerks. (laughs) Then what happened? Then we see Pocahontas. And she is, oh, she's like up on a waterfall and doing something. Yeah. And And her friend's down in the boat with the modern haircut. Yeah. Okay. And the chief comes home and she's like... Wait, you are just jumping all through this stuff. Holy mother. Okay. Aren't there other things that happen? Like, aren't there things that would relate to, like, character or something that are happening throughout She goes to Grandmother Willow and says she's had this reoccurring dream about an arrow spinning and then it stops. But she jumps off the thing, which would have killed her. She has a bunch of stupid animal friends and then she pushes her friend in the boat. Okay, but... Um, you're the one racing through now. I was backing up to tell what prompted her to jump off the cliff. She's being chased by her animal friends? No. What? The chief came home and they all came home and were celebrating and that Kokuam was so strong and led them into battle into their victory. Victory over like another tribe? Yeah. Okay. And then the chief's like, well, I noticed one person's missing and I wish my daughter was here. And then that's when we get to see the friend call down to tell, tell Pocahontas... Pocahontas, your father's home. And then that's, she's, so she's going down. And then last second she thinks, no, I'm going to go jump off the cliff. Oh, all right. Because we had to see that Cocoa was this big, virile, yeah, virile guy because. He's supposed to be the setup marriage thing. Yeah. So boring. And stupid and pointless. So then she she meets with her father and he's like, hey, I like you. You're my daughter. And she's like, all right. Yeah. And that's when he tells her. She tries to tell him about her dream. And he's like, it is big things happening. Coco will ask to marry you. And she saw an arrow. She has magic dreams and talks to a magic tree. Mm-hmm. All right. And she's just in tune with nature and her inner self. All right. Okay. Uh, but then, so is this when John Smith arrives? Yeah, I think so. Then, yeah. Oh, she goes. No, she's going to talk. The her dad sings a song and tells her to be steady as the beating drum. Oh, have we had songs so far? Didn't? Yeah, there oh, have been a couple of them. Right. He asks her to go steady, and then the she sings about how the water's not steady. Right. Because the what's that song? Just around the river bend. Okay. Yeah, and it's a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. And so she sings about that, and she's like, no, nah, it's moving and stuff. And that, so she wants to be like Moana. I know. I thought I made that same <laughs> parallel as the song about the water and what's on the other side of the water. Yeah. That's when she runs into John Smith because he's arriving? No, not yet. What happens? So she gets to the fork in the road, and you scoffed at this, or the fork in the river, and there's one that's rapids oh. and one that's calm. Yeah. And I don't mm, even... That's subtle. I'm not even sure what path she chose. Then She chose the rough path. Okay, that's right. Of course. 
And then she's talking to Grandmother Willow about how Coco Owen wants to marry her and her dad wants her to, but she says that she doesn't think that that's her path. And then Grandmother Willow tells her to listen to her heart and everything, and that's when she hears something about strange white clouds. So then she climbs up into Grandmother Willow's tree to see what the strange white clouds are, and that's the ship coming in. And then she goes and stalks John Smith for yep. an extended period of time. For like hours. He was doing all sorts of stuff. She's just following him around. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and they're setting up and, and they're like digging. They want gold. Yeah. All the, the antagonist and all the governor other guys. Radcliffe. Is that what his name is? All right. The governor is trying to find gold. Mm-hmm. And he's got his people and they're digging and they can't find anything because they suck. Well, some of them are supposed to be digging. Some of them are supposed to be setting up the fort. But yeah, that's the general premise of it. Okay, and then what? What is all going on throughout this whole chunk? What do you mean? I mean, what's like, what's the plot and setup and character and all that? Because fine, John Smith finally notices her, and he's like holding the gun on her, and then he's like, "Oh my gosh, you have breasts! I'm not going to shoot you." And so then they start hanging out. Yeah. So then they have this whole language barrier type of thing, and where she's Which trying to decide instant. if she's going to speak English to him or not. Uh, but uh, what? What was the, what did this scene, what was going on here? Because it was just, um, they can't talk to each other and then suddenly they can. Yeah, she was trying to decide if he was good enough to talk to. What do you mean? She just knows English? Yeah. Didn't Why? You, didn't you hear the chief talk, speaking to her in English? They weren't speaking their native tongue. <laughs> oh, really? That's, that's what they were trying to get, get at in the movie. Yep. That is not what they were trying to get, because they were speaking to each other. The, the assumption is that even though we understand it, they're speaking to each other in their own tongue. Okay. And then when she's talking to John Smith, that's why they don't understand each other. But then she just magically, they speak to each other again. Okay. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they have their own language, but speak in the white man's language when they're alone. Well, this is a children's movie. Children (laughs) cannot read subtitles, so there's got to be some kind of... Children are illiterate? (laughs) Yeah. What is our education system doing? Put more work in. Jeez. I have put work in. (laughs) Do you know I've gone in eight days? Eight, eight days? Six of them unpaid. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't talk to me about unpaid days working. I know. Okay. We already had this conversation. Yeah, so why are you having it again? Because you told me to put more work in. Cutting all that out. Good. It's pointless. Good. I just think that that was the point they were trying to make, that she was trying to decide whether she was going to speak to him if he was good enough or not. That doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't make sense, but you have to give it a little something. Well, that's why that's what I'm saying is that they that's likely what they were doing is just that uh, okay, then they, it it just comes around magically and because they have to figure out some way to make it happen. But really, when they're talking to each other just by themselves, they're talking in their own language. They just do it for the sake of the viewer to talk in English. And so when they talk to each other, then it's like, oh no, we don't understand each other. And then oh, but magic because trees talk and all this other stuff. Yeah, I was like, their, their communication is the problem you have. Not the raccoon and the hummingbird following around. Yeah, or? they don't speak. Yeah. They just do their stuff and follow around. I don't like this movie. I know you don't. It's pretty just stupid. I, I liked the art direction. Mm-hmm. Like, the trees look fantastic. I loved how the backgrounds looked, and I loved how the height of the trees were so exaggerated mm-hmm. that it made it kind of this uh, I don't know it made it look really alien unique and all that sort of stuff so I really enjoyed that about it and I thought I mean Pocahontas looked fine John Smith was like blonde haired blue eyed and something a little off about him but I think he was okay and a lot of the other characters looked fine I did not like the slapstick with all the animals Mm-mm. they just kept doing it over and over again and it got really annoying yeah 
and they did it with the dog and and the raccoon. They're like, oh, we're doing funny stuff and all that, and the raccoon just wants food or something. Yeah. So they just keep doing it, though, and it got annoying. Yeah. You were just, like, hugging the mic now. I'm trying to be close to it. I, I acknowledged that I was quiet. <laughs> all right. But just make sure you're not bumping into it, because you can't stay still at all, and it's just going to keep coming up on it. Okay, I'll try. And then... So they go back their separate ways, and he comes to see her then. and no, the. But that's when her friend's there, right? Yeah, well, so first, while they're together, the her tribe sneaks up on the white people, and they are freaked out, and they have an altercation, and one of them gets shot. One of, the, one of Pocahontas' tribe gets shot. And so then... That happened before? No, while John Smith and Pocahontas are together. So Wait, are no. you talking about when Thomas does the shooting, or is no. it something else? something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so that's when they... They bring the man, the wounded man back, and they are like, we don't know how to handle this. We don't know how to fight this. But that's when Powhatan, Powhatan, chief says, nobody leave the village. Everybody stay close. These white people are dangerous. And then, so he's made that edict. And then that's when John Smith sneaks into her camp. Hold on, this side. That's your side. It's not this. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's when her friend sees him, and she's like, shh stop and then leaves with him and that's when he she takes john smith to grandmother willow and while they're at grandmother willow miko the raccoon steals the compass and hides it in the nest okay i'm just i'm so bored with this movie <laughs> i like i don't care i don't think the characters are complex at all i think they're mm-hmm. just really straightforward and i'm trying i'm on the cusp of liking pocahontas you know but mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's really freaking generic i mean the only thing that i could say that i i liked when it comes to plot or character was related to the final battle thing yeah is that, you know they've got them mirroring each other and how they're treating it you know you're, right. you're the other and we hate you because you're the other and you're dangerous and Right. We need to go kill you. And they're both doing that in that song. I did like that a lot. Because they could have copped out and just made it like, oh, no, the Native Americans are all the good, happy people. Right. uh, And that's all the the stupid white men that showed up, the colonists. Uh, But they didn't do that. And then they... And uh, the great... The best thing about the plot, I thought, was that they didn't end it on a big battle. You know, it ended on a... Like a a character thing. As opposed to just, oh, we have to have a big battle to, to... and make it worth it right you know? and it wasn't particularly a happy ending no i mean yeah they split up yeah and they don't see each other it's not like the new world by terrence malick that ends differently yeah yeah but neither one are historically accurate in any way i don't i don't remember i know i read the, up on this at some point but i know it's from what i read most recently in my brain it didn't it wasn't all nice and happy I mean, Pocahontas was a child, and didn't John Smith rape her? Yeah, see? Exactly. (laughs) That's a hard R you dropped on another Disney review. (laughs) Which other one did I? I know I just did it recently, too. Yeah. So, speed through. John Smith sneaks out to see her again in the middle of the night, and she goes to, and the friend tells on her, tells Kokoum to go get her, and Kokoum sees Pocahontas and John Smith kissing, and in a jealous rage, goes after him. Thomas sees him attack, so Thomas shoots him. Thomas is the hero of the whole thing. Yeah, and then Thomas runs away, and the rest of Pocahontas' people come and take John Smith because they assume that he attacked Kokoum. Okay. And that's what that was the inciting event, too. They were going to kill John Smith at dawn, and Thomas was bringing all them, and that's when the battle started. All right, so then they, when he, they're about to kill John Smith, what? 
she the reason she goes she's whining to grandmother willow that she can't do anything oh yeah the grandmother willow had talked about the ripples and how one person starts the big thing and she said she's so lost and that's when miko brings her the compass and she sees the spinning arrow from her dream and she's like i was right that was my path and that's why she goes and saves john smith okay it's her magic dream fate thing that made her do it it wasn't like oh my god i really care about him no all right great character uh, so she just goes, jumps in the way when they're, the Native Americans are going to put him down, being lame or something. And she jumps in the way and her father's like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And she's like, no, I love him. And he's like, all right, gay. And then <laughs> shot the dead quote. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, then he's like, you know what? This is crazy. Uh, let's just be friends. We don't need to be doing this stuff. And so he has some kind of a, an arc going on here. And then the rest of them, or the, the bet governor. Governor Radcliffe? Yeah, he's he says, no, I still want because we need to take over this place. And, it's a treat, trick. They're tricking you. Right, they're tricking you. And so he grabs a gun and shoots at the chief guy and John Smith Secret Services and takes a shot for him. And then all the other guys are like, and good, you know, it's not an M16 or anything. He can only shoot one bullet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all the other guys are like, no, um, this isn't going to work for us. You've been demoted. And then, yeah, then it moves on to them saying goodbye to each other. And he's on his, not his deathbed, but he's, he's wrapped up. And they take him on the boat to go back to England. Mm-hmm. And then the white man never returns. And it just... Uh, half of them stayed there. Oh, did they? Yeah. Why didn't he stay? He had to get back to, Lo- to London or England so that he could be treated for his wound. That's what Thomas said. Thomas said he needed to get back as soon as possible. Oh. All right. Uh, but Thomas is the best thing in the movie. And... A little wimp that falls overboard and doesn't know how to shoot a gun. What do you mean? He knew how to shoot? He saved John Smith's life. That was the whole storyline is that he didn't know how to shoot a gun. And the reason he was able to because he remembers John Smith telling him two eyes. Ark! Yeah, he's the best character in the movie. Yeah. Not only that, but he's the one at the end, he was the one who said something about, uh, wasn't he the one who like incited the, the rebellion against the governor guy? Could be. And so, yeah, he's the best thing in the movie. Good job, buddy. And that's that's pretty much it. Like, what's Pocahontas doing after this? Just going and dancing with trees and stuff or whatever she was doing beforehand i think so her people need her she said she said she was needed there but like i said then it all works out happily ever after the native americans have their area and work peacefully with the white man europeans um for the rest of history and here we are today Mm -hmm. okay anything else on that movie no all right bye Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Toy Story 3 and Pocahontas 1. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Animation. So you have your Pixar animation up against traditional 2D in- a- animation. Toy Story was nice to look at. I had some... I didn't like how I said that. <laughs> no? No. Do you, are you like trying to whisper to yourself? Are you afraid... Are we in that movie that John Krasinski directed? No. <laughs> are you sure? I'm... <laughs> I'm trying to speak the correct volume. That is perfect right there. That was absolutely perfect. I'm volume, like yelling. <laughs> volume, angle, everything about that was perfect. <laughs> so Toy Story 3, it's got just like, it looks like Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they move, uh, there's not much different between Toy Story 1 and 3, right? I mean, not it's pretty movement much or animation wise, yeah. It's got the, the purple 
bear evil guy. Mm-hmm. He's newish. Lotso. And it's got... Ken. Just, nothing, yeah. <laughs> um, but nothing really stands out animation-wise. Like, I can't really think of anything that was like... Because first Toy Story, I think of like, you know, them driving on the car. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear doing crazy stuff, you know, when he's flying around and all that. But, I think a ding is when they're going down into the fire. I didn't like how that looked. Yeah, it didn't look good at all. And there was... there's. A, a number of the scenes looks had that kind of mundane, drab look, right? Yeah. And that could, could have had a lot to do with the plot setup of what they were doing, but it's still, like, it wasn't very good to look at. Yeah. But even in Toy Story 1, I think of, like, when he gets drops into the machine, the grabby machine, mm-hmm. and, and going to the pizza planet and Dinoco, and, you know, it's like, like, I just remember these images from it when I try to think about it. Right. But in this, I in 3, I really don't, I don't remember hardly any images from it. Yeah. It's just maybe them I didn't I didn't really like this image much, but when they're like in the cages or whatever, mm-hmm. they can get out of super easily. Right. But not much else. Is that it? What was the little girl's name? Susie. No. Tanya. No. Veronica. No. Lily. No. Potsdam. No. Molly is his sister. Shirley. No. You can't be serious. Bonnie. Oh Bonnie. Nice. You got it. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I I think I liked Bonnie a lot. I liked that. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. like her animation. You mean? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. yeah. Didn't she have like a barrette in her hair or something like At that? At some point, and yeah. She had like uh, brown hair and yeah. Yeah, I think she. I mean, she looked distinctive enough. I, I, I yeah, I remember the barrette. That's something that stuck yeah. out. So. And I liked her outfits. They were just kooky and wild. Oh right, she had like a tutu on at one point and, and rain boots. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I liked Bonnie's okay, animation so a lot. Get something for that. Yeah. Uh, what about the other movie, Pocahontas? I really like the animation of Pocahontas. I like your little head movement there. <laughs> I really like it. Um, one, because it's 2D. And like you said, there are a lot of great images. There were. Not, like of the, just the landscape images could have t- could t- carry it. But I also liked how Pocahontas' hair got in her face. That doesn't always happen. And that's that's a good detail. Yeah, like for sure. They, they don't. Like you get in these windstorms or even when they get wet and there's like <laughs> perfect hair. But hers kept getting in her face, which would be legit. I I really appreciate that you noticed that because I have never had long hair. So it was not something that really registered to me. But that's absolutely makes. Yes, that's a, an excellent thing to notice that they made sure to have that happen. Yeah. You know? And the wind was practically a character in the freaking movie. So, right. <laughs> so it accentuates that that aspect of it. So, yeah, I think uh, so that makes sense. Um, but like you said, a number of the, the images, I think of her standing against the trees and mm-hmm. stuff. And I thought... Just just the trees themselves look fantastic. I, I was I loved that part of the art direction. Yeah. And um, the animals annoyed me. I thought they were cute though. They weren't cute. They were stupid. Uh, Percy was. I don't even know who that is. Is that the dog? Yeah. You like the dog? No, Percy was stupid. Oh. <laughs> I was surprised. I mean, the animation of Pocahontas and the trees mm-hmm. for me, and just the framing of some of the images, I think were sufficient to, for me to give it to. Agreed. Pocahontas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Doing it. Uh huh. Okay. How are you going to put that one in the bracket? What? A score for Bambi and Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. That one was nuts. <laughs> that was our nuttiest one yet. Um. Okay. But, okay, what's the next category? Character? Yeah. No, yeah. Character Toy Story 3. I'm blanking. Were there things? 
Did we like what were the arcs? What was going on with the characters? Um, Lotso's the only. I mean, Lotso didn't have an arc in any way. He was bad all the way through. Right, and his motivation, like his reason for being bad, was just that he got left by that little girl at some point. Yeah. So okay, that's his character. Mm, Ken came around and was on the good guy's side. But Power bonus, yeah. You hate when I use that phrase. No. <laughs> uh, it's just eye roll worthy. Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about, two things. Oh, no. Why are you Toy Story? Your... Because I texted myself so that I'd remember to bring it up when we discussed it. Okay. One, in Toy Story, you didn't even mention the Totoro toy of Bonnie. Yeah, I didn't want to give it any credit. I kind of wanted to cut that out, like excising the rest of the movie as a tumor from the good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I really want to pretend like it never even happened. Okay. <laughs> and you never the I don't know whether this is character animation or story, but you thought it was awesome when Mrs. Potato Head kept talking and they just took her lips and <laughs> <she couldn't laughs> talking. Uh yeah. Even though they took off what Mr. Potato Head's lips so this is sexism. They took his lips off at one point and he didn't stop talking. He just kept talking oh so sexism there but uh yeah that made me laugh so i don't know what category those would go in but <laughs> yeah i don't know character is there anything else related to like do you like bonnie's character i do like bonnie okay yeah but you like her character is what i'm asking yeah but yeah. i mean she doesn't change at all she's just always this fun little kid that's a kid through and through so it's likability of yeah. her personality yeah that you like okay yeah and anything, I mean, Buzz Lightyear is freaking Spanish for half of it and, and like a, bad a robot guy. or yeah. something. And I can't even remember anything about Woody. Like, he's supposed to be the focal point of the whole thing. And I can't remember anything about what his character was doing or wanted or cared about or anything like that. It was just, yeah. he left and then came back and left and came back. And it's like, all right, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what about Pocahontas? I mean, there are some... The chief has an arc and changes his way of thinking. Right. It's a little... Like, it's not complex. You know, it's not like he, he learned some stuff about, <laughs> you know... Right. The other side or anything like that. And that's what made him do it. It's just his daughter jumped in the way. And he's like, all right. True. Uh, and John Smith is pretty freaking empty. I mean, what is he? he? He's just, like, heroic and likes Pocahontas. Yep. And then Pocahontas, she does a little bit of playful thing in the beginning where she pushes her friend out of the boat, you know? Yeah. Um, And she wants to be like Moana. She's aspiring to be like Moana. But now, wait a minute here. What? Over and over, you called me out for being like, Bambi's like Lion King. But wouldn't Moana want to be like Pocahontas? Yeah, that's the joke. Thank you for explaining comedy. <laughs> Treasure planet. Yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, the animals didn't have any character. The stupid governor guy was pointless. Does Thomas carry it for you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's Thomas versus Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. And Thomas can shoot now, so, so Bonnie's going to get... Because Thomas has an arc and Bonnie doesn't. It's just the likability. <laughs> um, hmm. I think maybe. I think Thomas does it for me. Yeah. Because he learns something that helps later, but it's also, um, it's double-edged because he kills one of the other side, uh, you yeah. know, and causes a whole bunch of bad things, but he's just trying to save his friend in a situation that, what are you going to do there? You know, it's yeah. complicated. It's like, he's not just going to let his friend get stabbed. And then Thomas is the one who initiates. It's like his budding 
just living through these things makes him puts him in this budding leadership role that he's going to go on and flourish you know right. somewhere so i think yeah thomas does it for me yeah <laughs> but you put him against bonnie you think bonnie's likability might outweigh you don't even like thomas but yeah i don't know I mean, i'd give it to thomas you do yeah, because Bonnie, like you said, she's just got likability going for her. Yeah. I do like her a lot, though. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, Bonnie. But is that the female equivalent? Like, there's Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> sorry, Bonnie. <laughs> sorry, Bonnie's the female one. All right. Uh, Storyline plots. Toy Story 3. You tore this one a new one. Yeah, it's just freaking Walking Dead. Doesn't make any sense. It's a whole bunch of generic nonsense. It's contrived all over the place. There's a bunch of artificial everything. I hate everything about it. How do you feel? I just took it in little snippets. So yeah. There's not one. <laughs> That's right. You said that when we were talking about it. Yep. That it was like a, uh, it was like a sketch show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a bunch of shorts instead of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So that's how you take it? Yep. Okay. How does it compare to Pocahontas? What's the story in Pocahontas? I mean, at least Pocahontas has some continuity. It's telling a story from beginning to end. Right. And there's nothing that seems artificial about it. Yeah. Right? Because it's mm-hmm. like. Like, it. yes, it's, I mean, yeah. Coco, I'm showing up in the clearing was convenient for the plot, but it makes sense because her friend was scared and sent Coco after her. And, right, right, right. You know, and yes, it, Thomas being there was convenient for the plot, but again, Governor Radcliffe was like, where does John Smith sneaking off to every night? So they make sense for those characters to be in that location. Right. So it seems like everything fell together properly you know in a way that they set up and they took care to set up and mm-hmm. and made sense it wasn't unreasonable or weird or anything right uh whereas so much in toy story just felt completely artificial it's like they're just doing this because they need something to happen for the plot uh, like um when they're going down the the thresher thing into the fire and they grab they have to jump down to save the guy and they grab the the iron yeah you know and they it just <laughs> Like, they pry him open, Buzz helps him pull it down, because their weight together is apparently enough to pull it down and not be Mm -hmm. magnetized to the top. But then when the third guy jumps on, then their three times weight... Can be totally (laughs) picked up. That is picked up by the freaking magnet whatever that doesn't make any freaking sense and then when the when they're falling down on the fire and the guy is like oh he jumps onto the side and they help him up there but none of them climb out and say yeah. well, let's not go into the fire uh, and then he's like oh no all right i'm not gonna help you and when the little stupid alien guy got stuck in the thing it doesn't make any sense right like how would that have opened and caught his leg that doesn't make any sense not to mention how did the little alien guys get in the claw to begin with or at the end to save them yeah i don't know but it's just a whole bunch of freaking nonsense and there were i mean if we went from the beginning there would be a lot of these things and then it was really muddled at other parts like i said where it came to what they're trying to do and what they want everything in pocahontas you know exactly what they want and what they're trying to do every character you know what they want and what they're trying to do in toy story it's like it keeps mixing up and getting thrown around and like okay now we want to do this now we want to do that never mind i want to do that and and at the end it's like woody is saying okay i'm gonna stay with him i'm gonna go to college oh no i'm not and then (laughs) you know uh we're gonna go up to the attic oh no we're not and it's just like come on yeah just like if they don't have a clear idea of what anybody wants, why the hell are we supposed to care about any of it? You know, as the viewer. So Pocahontas. Yeah, again. Do we need to discuss music? 
Just list the songs that are from Pocahontas so we have it on the record just in case this is appealed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got the Virginia Boy song and then you've got... That's a Virginia Boy that's song. That's at the beginning one, the beginning where they're talking. You don't have to list all the songs. What are the good songs? Well, you songs? just told me to list all Sorry. the songs. <laughs> no, I was following directions. List the, list the good songs well, that win it for it. You have Just Around the River Band. You have yeah. The Colors of the Wind. Classic. I mean, the, the fighting song, the warrior song at the end. Right. I really like that one. Um, How do you feel like these compare to like other Disney movie songs? Or do you want to wait until we get to those other movies? Um, I mean, I think they're comparable. Like I get the river one stuck in my head all the time. And I sing the colors of the wind when I'm putting kids to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. That's not like euthanizing them. That's just helping them sleep, right? Correct. So, this isn't admissible. <laughs> yes, I am helping them fall into slumber okay. to dream nicely until morning comes. Okay. Where they wake up healthy and alive. Yes. Okay, great. So, Pocahontas? Yeah. All right. Memorability? Again, you couldn't even remember a single. Yeah. Uh, there are images in Pocahontas. There are those three songs there are you know you can't give it too much credit for kind of the setup you know that's a it's a classic story right it doesn't come from this but and it's more well known of a classic story you know it's not like aladdin or something like that where if that if that's based on some other story you know it's so just more more stuff toy story 3 i mean i kind of will remember i guess the evil walking dead villain purple guy and maybe bonnie a little bit but other than that yeah. Yeah. No. Anything else? No. No? <laughs> Just done? Mm-hmm. So you pick Toy Story? Yeah. Fine, I'm putting it on there. Putting Toy Story. No, you're not. Putting Toy Story 3. Nope, you're putting Pocahontas. You pick Pocahontas? Yes. Okay. That's a sweep. It is. Is that bad? No, but it's funny because you hated that movie so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's happened a couple of times now where movies I've hated have to win anyway, like Moana. <laughs> But so Pocahontas won that one and I'm bringing up the bracket. Okay. I note to myself that I text myself says Totoro lips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're in the bottom. We made it to the fourth quadrant. So close. Oh, this is going to be another. I feel like. Why did this happen? We have to watch Toy Story 2 now. Yeah. (laughs) Toy Story 2 versus Atlantis. At least I'll find out where the friggin' cowboy chick came from. Yeah. Yeah. But who's. Oh, it's going to be Bambi versus Pocahontas. Yep. All right. I'm looking at. We won't go that far, but Toy Story 2 versus Atlantis next. This is so four movies in a row that I didn't even really want to watch. All right. I'm going to give it five in a row I don't really want to watch. Oh, really? So sexist. How so? Sexist against boys and robots. No, I didn't want to watch Lilo and Stitch. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I like Lilo. Yeah, yeah. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.